Hello and welcome to the Eating Disorder Therapist podcast. This is a podcast to help you find peace with food and overcome disordered eating. And I'm Harriet Frew, aka the Eating Disorder Therapist. And I'm so excited to share with you all kinds of stories, tips, information and guest interviews to help you on your journey in finding peace with food. So thank you so much for listening today. So today I want to talk about when you don't feel sick enough for your eating disorder. Maybe you don't feel that your symptoms are valid. Maybe you don't feel that you're worthy of getting help. So this is another bite-sized episode and this is something that has been requested. This topic has been requested by one of the listeners. So if you are listening and you have a bite-sized topic that you would like me to cover, please go over to my Instagram at the eating disorder therapist underscore send me a DM and I will do my best to include your request over the coming weeks. So it's such a common phenomenon of not feeling sick enough for your eating disorder. You might minimize your symptoms, you might genuinely feel that your struggles are not valid or worthy of support, and you might even question whether you have an eating disorder. So if you relate to this, you are not alone. And I'm going to talk about three reasons why I think this is a common problem, and hopefully this can give you permission to begin to take your struggles more seriously and to really validate the symptoms you might be experiencing. So, number one major influence on why you don't feel sick enough with your eating disorder is the society, the culture we live in. Still, there is so much misunderstanding, late diagnosis and overlooking of many eating disorders. We know that 85% of people with eating disorders are not underweight and many struggle daily, but this is not visibly seen. Our society still tends to view eating disorders as something that impacts young, white, emaciated, adolescent girls, the typical anorexia nervosa presentation. And historically, eating disorder services, due to being under-resourced, have mainly only offered support to this small category of people. So this has left huge numbers of people feeling they don't fall into this group and therefore the symptoms aren't valid. So that's huge numbers of people binging, purging, taking laxatives, chewing and spitting, over-exercising, starving, doing all these highly dangerous practices but not feeling that their symptoms are valid purely because they often don't tick the underweight box. And it's such a common statement that someone will say, I went to the doctors and I was told I wasn't thin enough to make an eating disorder diagnosis. So I've got to sort of lose weight to be able to get help. I mean, how crazy is that? Um, Just so disordered. In our culture, many people as well are praised for weight loss too when they're in the midst of their eating disorder or disordered eating. So this can be as well very confusing and bewildering. You know, on the one hand, you know that you're struggling in your head, but then everyone around you is telling you that you're doing really well and you look really great. So also, if you finally feel you're getting acceptance and validation from the world, it's understandable that you might question whether your symptoms are valid. And if you've finally gone to the doctor and been told that it's wonderful you're losing weight and your disordered eating is overlooked, No wonder then you might feel shame about asking for support and also will question your need for help. So definitely our culture has a big influence, definitely services, access to services, definitely sort of medical professionals sometimes not having the education around eating disorders. And um, thankfully things are changing and there are many, many like great services out there, really inspirational medical professionals who are very knowledgeable about, about, about eating disorders. So things are changing, but I think we still have a big hangover from how 
services reviewed in the past and our understanding of eating disorders as a society. Okay, the second thing is body image distortion. So we know from starvation studies that when someone loses weight, that body image distortion will often increase. In the Minnesota starvation study, the men reported noticing changes in their own bodies and also comparing their size to others, and they weren't doing this pre the experiment. So we know that starvation itself seems to change the way we think about our bodies. When you have an eating disorder as well, you become much more focused on weight and shape in yourself and others. You become micro-focused on little changes in your body, so you might start weighing or body checking or sort of over-observing different parts of your body. You develop an over-evaluation around weight and shape in determining your worth, and you become very preoccupied with all of this, and you will naturally then feel body dissatisfaction, even if you know it's not a rational thing. Because what you focus on expands. So if I had a spider phobia and started hunting for spiders in this room I'm in now, I would find them. And then I would be saying like, look, here's the evidence for them. So when you start micro-focusing on your body, you'll find the evidence to feel dissatisfaction, presuming that you are likely viewing your body as well for possible change. So it's a very normal thing that you will have this body image distortion, one, because of the impact of starvation, Two, because of this micro-focusing on your body. And we know as well that generally when people start to do weight restoration, body image does improve. And that might sound like a paradox, but many people will be able to tell you that that is true. I know it's certainly true for me. Number three, your core belief is I'm not good enough. So underneath an eating disorder is normally a deep-seated feeling of not being good enough not being worthy, likable, lovable, basically not enough. Now, when you pursue anything with the I'm not good enough belief, however much effort, diligence, discipline, and sheer willpower that you drive into your pursuit, and with an eating disorder, this is control of food and weight loss usually, nothing you do will be enough. You will think, I'll just get to X weight and then I'll be satisfied but the goalpost will always move. You will need to be a lower weight to satisfy that voice. And then the starvation symptoms that accompany weight loss, such as low mood, high anxiety, and a fixed, rigid mindset will all fuel the I'm not good enough too. So you can't win. So if you are listening to this podcast today and you relate, don't wait to become more unwell. You will never be sick enough for your eating disorder. And we know that early intervention for eating disorders is far more preferable and ideally in the first three years, but it is never too late. The earlier the intervention, this will increase the chance of turning things around and it will free you from the possibility of spending months or years in a life where you are stuck. Now, if you had a physical illness, would you wait until you were so unwell before you sought help? Probably not, so don't do the same with an eating disorder. An eating disorder is a destructive force and is not compatible with living a full and flourishing life. Go and get the help you deserve. Well, I hope you found this episode helpful. If you're not following me on Instagram, do seek me out at the eating disorder therapist underscore. And for further support with your relationship with food, do go to the eating disorder therapist.co.uk. Just to let you know, for my individual therapy, I have got a very long waiting list at the moment, so I don't want to sort of disappoint people. 
you might be interested in my online course. I've got 50% off that. If you want to find out more about that, go to theeatingdisordertherapist.co.uk. If you enjoy this podcast, I'd be so grateful if you'd follow, rate and review as it helps it reach so many more listeners. Thank you so much for listening today and I look forward to sharing another podcast episode with you very soon. Thank you.